Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. OCRFM wish to advise the following program may contain information and subjects that could be deemed controversial in nature. The aim of the show is to provide an opportunity for listeners to discuss issues in a non-confrontational, fact-based manner. Should you wish to join the conversation, please feel free to phone the station on 5232191. You're listening to From Paddocks to Pride on OCRFM with myself, Sarah. This segment aims to help provide a voice for the LGBTIQ plus community, or as I like to call it, the umbrella. Our aim is to ensure the community is supported and to reinforce that you should feel accepted as you are in the town you grew up in. While my views are not representative of the whole community, extensive research has been done to aim to be inclusive to everybody and spread awareness and progress people's viewpoints. News in our community. So, for news in our community, there's a fair bit that's obviously going on with the discrimination bill, um, and they're always that's going to be a continuous thing. We've talked about it so much. Um, so, if you want more information, hint to there's heaps of information that always goes up on the Otway Diversity Group. But the actual page to follow, there's one on Facebook that's run locally and it's called Religious Discrimination Bill Submissions. So head to that page for there's always information on like updates on what's going on. But I thought I should also, seeing as we have talked about a lot, I do want to talk about something that's, I would say interesting. It's good. It is good. But it's just interesting how we're going this way with the discrimination bill, but yet then there's places in the south. So when you think um, south, of, sorry, south of um, the United States of America, you think a little bit backwards, that sort of thing, maybe. Unfortunately, that's something that people see, and they see that uh, it, LGBTI rights are a little bit not as great as they are here and it looks like ours are getting worse but theirs are getting better so virginia is the first in the south to actually pass an lgbtiq plus rights law so what it is is they can't discriminate in employment housing and public um, accommodations due to sexuality and gender and that sort of thing and i just think it's really great that they're putting those protections in place because like these kept getting blocked for years from what I've read and it's just yeah like they've been able to discriminate against race age sex religion and pregnancy yeah so I don't know Australia what are we doing honestly Virginia's passing all this that's really great but yeah hopefully we cannot pass a discrimination bill because we've done so much great work and I just feel like it's like, let's do undo everything great. Anyway, I need to stop blubbering on. 
series we're going into the alphabet again where re- we're defining the LGBTIQ+ and this week we're actually going through and exploring the letter G for gay with Brody. So thank you for coming on board and letting us interview. No worries, thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah. So do you want to start off a little bit about yourself? So maybe perhaps a little bit about a coming out story yeah yeah Yeah. oh well where do we begin i was about 14 when i came out Mm -hmm. um i first came out to my brother who's Mm -hmm. a year older than me he's straight um he was quite violently homophobic at the time Mm -hmm. but uh, i think the first thing he said to me when i told him was that he bloody knew it (laughs) (laughs) and um and yeah after that he completely changed um he was an absolute advocate for gay people, and I think that's really important to say is it's funny how you can be homophobic mm-hmm. until someone close to you turns out to be gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very proud of him for that. That is fantastic. Yeah, it is something as well that I guess homophobia tends to be a learnt thing. Yeah. And it's fear of the unknown, and I guess once you meet someone that is within the community, those sort of phobias dissipate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you there, yeah. definitely. Which is good, because even within the community, sometimes you find that people have, like, phobias of other people in the community just because they hadn't met them yet. And yeah, that sort of so. thing. Yeah, so we'll go through and obviously define. So gay is um, when same-sex attracted for males. Um, but sometimes women... I found use the term gay because they don't like the word lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's really the same thing at the end of the day, same yeah. sex attracted. So why not yeah. share it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I was about to ask, how do you feel about women using that term? Absolutely. But obviously it's fine. We're cool. all the same. We're all going through the same thing, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very true. So you said a little bit about your brother and how he grew up and became more accepting and everything. And I guess, was that perhaps for you an unexpected story of acceptance? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was um, a big shock for me, but mm-hmm. because we've always been close, it was it was sort of easy to have that conversation in the first place. Yeah, that's good. Do you have any other stories where that's happened or experiences where you were expecting the absolute worst and someone's just blew it out of the water and you weren't expecting them to be so accepting or yeah I mean I suppose living because I live in Camperdown Mm -hmm. um, I suppose a lot of the people there have surprised me Mm -hmm. you think small country town you think homophobia you think all that kind of stuff that goes Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. Um, I've never really had many problems with people like that Mm -hmm. I think that itself was overwhelming for me rather Mm. um just having that support there, even the older people, which is interesting coming from a whole different world. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. I think the world's kind of changing. Yeah, in a way. no, it definitely is, which is great. Um, people becoming more accepting and stuff like that. Definitely. Which is great. So, you're, do you have a partner? That you yes, I do. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. with a, a guy named James from Adelaide, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so you met them where you grew up, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, more, more or less. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. No. So it's 
you find that it's quite accepting where you live, like you can just be yourself and it's... Yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing that shocked me the most really was when I was at school in Cobden Tech. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did cough it a little bit, to be honest. That might not have had all to do with the fact that I was gay. I was out there, you know, I was colourful. Um, But I think... I have a friend, for example, who is uh, transitioning at the moment Mm. and they have never really struggled that much with Mm. being accepted at school. I thought it was it was really funny for us to sort of have to go through being afraid at school and how accepting they are now of it's just incredible. They don't get bullied at all, really, from what I've heard. Yeah, it is a complete flip around. So for listeners, I actually went to school with Brody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> it was that thing because it's interesting in comparison because you were so sure of yourself and so comfortable with yourself <laughs> and I was very jealous, <laughs> I guess, because, um, yeah, it was that thing that unfortunately with kids any indifference, they'll pick on it. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And they sort of target that, whereas kids these days are, I guess, a bit more in tune with that sort of thing. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then you have the other thing where I've seen, like, with social media and stuff like that. Have you heard of TikTok? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really – it's weird how, like – we went through a struggle and then there's kids now that are, like, using it as, like, clout to yeah. get likes. Yeah. And I'm just like, I would not have ever imagined that. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, in a way, it's kind of bad because I'm like, there are people in other countries, for instance, that can't be themselves still. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think that sort of our generation as the generation before sort of laid the groundwork Mm. for people to accept other people in the school environment in particular um it's always harder for the younger people but i Mm. think that it might even be reversing now Mm. (laughs) it's a bit easier for the teenagers and a bit harder for us older people yeah Um, (laughs) it is a bit weird isn't it definitely so when you so did you also go to school in adelaide yes yes so i came out in Adelaide when I was mm-hmm. 15, and then that's when I met you in Victoria when I was mm-hmm. 16. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny. I was bullied in high school, mm-hmm. even junior school, for getting a Powerpuff Girl show bag, which mm-hmm. I'm, I suppose I was asking for that <laughs> back then. But, um, yeah, look, everything changed. As soon as I came out, they didn't really have anything to say. You mm-hmm. can't pick on someone for being gay when they come out as gay. Yeah, um, that's, that's a good point. Part of the reason why I did just come out straight away when I was in Cobden was that there's no point trying to hide it. Yeah. Um, and people are more likely to accept you if you're honest with them. Yeah. Hmm. That's a very good point. Yes. <laughs> what is it? I think it was... I think it's attributed to Dr. Zeus, but it wasn't actually him who said it. Mm-hmm. Um, those who matter don't mind, and those who don't matter... Those who don't mind matter, and those who don't... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're going to yeah, have to cut that. No. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> it makes us relatable. <laughs> yes. We're human, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Relatable content. <laughs> Do you know what's actually interesting? I actually have that saved on my phone. Really? So, it's <laughs> be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. I think it's beautiful. It's very insightful. Very insightful. My um, stepmother actually gave that to me in a frame 
when yeah. I moved into my new house. Oh. And I walk past it every day, and it does. It sort of gives me a little bit of a, a confidence boost. I mm. mean, it is very, very much true. Yeah. So did you find much different, because obviously Adelaide's quite bigger, there's obviously more, I guess, visibility yep. in comparison to, saying living in Camperdown. What do you think in terms of the main differences growing up? What? I feel like, and you might be able to relate, but the loneliness. Yeah. There's yeah. seldom a really another gay person around mm. you. You're usually, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, because of obviously the statistics of straight to gay. But um, yeah, I found living here, I was always very lonely. I didn't really have anyone to connect with. Mm. Um but in Adelaide, it's that simple. I mean, yeah. they have gay nightclubs and whatnot. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't hear of any of that while I was living over here at 16. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know they have a few things now, like over at the piano bar with the drag queens, which is fantastic. Yeah. But, um, yeah, back then, I it was... You weren't, wouldn't really talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um it's funny. It is very different between the country and the city. Mm. But um, at the end of the day... I think it's changed now to a point where either one's fine. <laughs> it's just as good in the country as it is in the city now, that with acceptance anyhow. Yeah, visibility and stuff. Yeah, and, and um, gay people are more likely to come out now in the country, I yeah. think. You know, there's a, f- there's a few gay couples down in Camperdown, I think, mm. and I'm sure there's plenty down here in Colac. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. And it's also that thing that, like, if you do want to go to big events, people carpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and go to things because, like, I sometimes when I go to things, I'm like, "Who wants to come with me?" And we'll take a few people and go up to Melbourne and stuff like that. Yeah, so it makes it even more exciting, I guess. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there is a lot more events and everything. Like Warnable has like regular catch ups. There's a lot more happening in Geelong, for instance. So there's a lot happening in Ballarat. So it's definitely, I guess, picking up pace. Definitely. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess there's a lot more people that are staying as opposed to feeling like they have to leave. Yeah, ag- exactly. And I think that's really important, it's particularly for the younger generations, to remember that don't just give up because it's hard. Change yeah. it. Make it easy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the day of the marriage equality when the result came out? Very vaguely, but I do remember it. Yeah? I do remember a lot of people were excited. Yeah? Um, At that stage, I wasn't engaged or anything like that, so it's a bit of a a pipe dream to me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I think it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic that they... um, they gave us the opportunity, one, to vote in the first place, mm. and two, even though they didn't exactly promise they'd do anything about it, mm. they did it straight away. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, yeah, fan- absolutely fantastic to, he- to see and to hear. Yeah. No, it was such a good thing. Yeah, because it's whether, even if you don't want to get married, I guess it's that, oh, well, I have the option to. Yeah, exactly. You can actually think about it now rather yeah. than it being, again, just a pipe dream. Yeah, it is qu- quite great. And so I guess another thing I might ask, so have quite not unrelated, that doesn't flow, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> have you been to a Pride Festival before? I actually haven't. Okay. I'm usually working when they're on. Ah. Um, 
But I haven't really had the opportunity. I think I'm not so big on the huge events and all that jazz, but um, I definitely, yeah, think it's a great thing that they do. Yeah. Um, And it's awesome. I love the outfits, of course, and whatnot. But, yeah, I love the craziness of it all. Yeah. (laughs) But you also like, I guess, the serenity of, like, a smaller place. So I guess it it is a bit much, some of those events. So I'm going to my first midsummer this year. And that's terrifying. You will be fine. <laughs> Don't yeah. stress. Yep. Um, for those listening, this was actually pre-recorded. <laughs> so I could get a midsummer. So I'll give you an update when in next week's episode of how that went. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I won't come back. Maybe, um, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll survive. It can't be too... Um, Scary. No, if you can do this, you can definitely do that. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of people, though. I've seen photos. It's hectic. Especially Carnival Day. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Look, you will be totally fine. (laughs) Just don't think too much about it and you'll be all right. Yeah. I think I'll be going with Jared, so it'll be fine. Ah, back up. Yep, he can protect me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I guess, so... With that, so you haven't done any, like, marches or anything? No, no, I haven't really been a part of that side of things. No? Um, If you were going to go to one, where would you think you would go? I'm not really sure. I guess I'd probably check out the big Sydney Bash one. Probably not join in on the march, but to watch it, that would be great. Um, Yeah. Well, they've got the world one coming up, 2021, I think. They're doing the world pride. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. That that sounds exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um just to see how many are out there as well. Not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's also not great for people that don't like crowds though. No, absolutely <laughs> I not. I guess you could watch it at home though. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there'd Surely. be like YouTube videos and stuff of it, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, true. YouTube. Plenty oh, of people on Facebook thing. streaming and whatnot. Yeah. So, do you have, growing up, did you have like a, because you said there wasn't, it felt like you were a bit alone and there wasn't anyone else around you that was gay. Yeah. Did you have like a role model or, or an idol or? Oh, Jeffree Star. Yeah? <laughs> Absolutely, Jeffree Star. Look, he's crazy cool. Um, I say crazy cool because anyone who has watched a few of his videos would know that he's a bit out there. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. He just is who he is and he mm-hmm. doesn't care. Um, he came from absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. massive depression and whatnot, and he's built an empire. Okay. Everyone in the beauty community respects him now. Yeah. Um, I think that that is one of the most important gay people that we have there. His story oh. is incredible. If you don't know anything about it, search it Oh, <laughs> I will. Yeah, no, because I know who Jeffree Star is, but I didn't know about his background. I didn't realise, like, that he's obviously gone through struggles and oh, stuff was, like um, that. And old school MySpace. Oh, An Old school MySpace wow. entertainer. A singer, I think, he's been. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that was a long time ago then. That was like when we were in school. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) See, my obsessions last a long time. No, but that's great because it's kind of like, oh, that sounds dorky, I guess, that he's seen you through. Like, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, very true. Um, 
That's actually a great point, come to think of it, because sometimes you have role models that you look up to and then they turn out to be not so great people. Yeah. So that's really great that he hasn't shown that side, I guess. Yeah, yeah. like he sort of even settled down a bit, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Being in the public eye and all. Oh, that's really, like, lovely. <laughs> Do you perhaps have a word advice of advice for others? Yeah, look, probably a few things. I'd say to everyone, you know, for everyone that puts you down for being different or gay, I mean, there are 10 more people right around the corner who love you for it, even if you haven't met them yet. Yeah. Um, and that's, I've known, I've learnt that to be true in my yeah. experiences in life. I think that if you have to act differently around someone, like I said, you're doing wrong by them and yourself. Um, what other people think is none of your business. Yeah. It's one of the most wise things I've ever heard, really. Maybe you can be someone's role model with words like that. <laughs> <laughs> At some t- stage, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, you never know because sometimes people, it's just, I really do think it's the visibility is such a huge thing by just existing, I guess, and yeah. just being yourself and other people see that and just go, I can do that too. Yes. I think that's great. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, I hope I have that effect on people. So we're at the, almost the end of the show and what we've started doing is actually like fun quizzes at this time of the show. So we're actually going to go and do something a little bit different. So we're changing it up because in Series 1 we actually asked some questions I guess aren't quite... Mm, they're okay, I guess, if you're... Mm, yeah, no, they're not quite okay to ask. <laughs> um, I'm trying to like justify myself, but let's be real. That's why we're redoing this series is because I've learnt a lot since starting. And we also want to make sure that it's fun and it's not like awkward. <laughs> so we've got which gay male celebrity is your soulmate? Uh-huh. Mm. All right, bring it on. So, which proposal would sweep you off your feet? So, during a song, in oh gosh, all these sound... Oh, no, not all on a cliche, it's okay. <laughs> um, during a song in Central Park, in front of a pop diva, during a Home Depot flash mob? What? Okay. <laughs> oh, so, like, a, during a Bunnings flash mob? Okay. That's different. I have never seen a flash mob. In, okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, in a bookstore, by a knight in shining armour, and it literally has like a guy in shining armour, hmm. um, during a private moment at home. That is a tough one. Uh, there's some very interesting answers in that one. Mm. Look, let's go for the knight in shining armour. <laughs> Everybody wants that, let's be honest. Yeah. Ah, okay. How would you like your groom to suit up so there's a whole range of like suits i'll describe the one that you pick oh you gotta go the classic black tie i reckon classic black tie oh i didn't even have to like describe (laughs) it to you oh which one was it sorry was with the gray yeah definitely gray jacket that's really nice uh which cast of the real housewives would make the perfect wedding party I didn't know that there were so many different spin-offs of The Real Housewives. <laughs> There's The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Beverly Hills, New York, Melbourne, Orange County, or New Jersey. 
Oh, Melbourne, of course. Good. I love my <laughs> Gina Liano. <laughs> oh, have you watched it? Absolutely. I can't help myself. It's a guilty pleasure. Oh, I didn't know that there were so many. Okay, I'm oblivious. Anyway, <laughs> um, what kind of guy is husband material? So someone funny, someone daring, someone smart, someone chill, someone sensual, someone sensitive. Probably someone sensitive would be the most important thing to me. Someone who can feel. Yeah. Yeah, no, that definitely. is important. Uh, which funfetti confection is the perfect treat for a wedding? Donuts? Twinkies? Puppy chow? What mm. even is that? It just looks like <laughs> sugar. Cake? Cookie? Can I just have a plain vanilla wedding cake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably just... Uh. A vanilla wedding cake, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Which gay-friendly l- locale um, is ideal for a wet? Sorry, for a destination wedding. So Bora Bora, Queenstown, New Zealand, Cape Town, South Africa, Hawaii, British Columbia, in Canada, or I think I'll just fly over to City Hall. Okay. Ah. Uh. I don't know. I that's don't, a, that's a really hard I one. Let's go Bora Bora. Bora Bora. I don't know what the Australian equivalent of is. I think I'll just fly over to City Hall. <laughs> I don't know what our equivalent is, but anyway. No. Um, which realistic Disney prince is your happily ever after? Realistic Disney prince. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's because they've done, like, drawings of them. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, Prince Philip, Aladdin, Prince Adam, Prince Charmy. Well, gosh, charming <laughs> Tarzan, Hercules. Like they've literally just made the cartoon look like more realistic. Okay, all right. Well, I don't know who doesn't love Prince Charming though. Oh, I yeah. Think, yeah. Fair point. I recognise that face. I. Ah. Mm. Oh. Okay. So your soulmate is Zachary Quinto. It takes a man who is a thoughtful ah, yes. person to pull off the deep introspective and wisdom of Spock from Star Trek. Zachary is definitely that man. Through physically stimulating, Zachary's best attribute is being able to challenge your thinking. You love a man full of ideas and thoughtful gestures of love. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm happy with that. Um I'll just have to say, give me a call, Zachary. Um, <laughs> available all the time. <laughs> So that quiz is actually available on BuzzFeed. So if you look up which gay male celebrity is your soulmate, it's on there. BuzzFeed has so many quizzes. They do. They love their quizzes. Yeah. It's, I guess it gets them more traction. Yeah. Yeah. Exposure's good. Yeah. So that was um, insightful. Yes. Yes. Very much. It was very deep, wasn't it? Yes. So, it's now time to talk a little bit about events in our community. So, for events in our community, I just want to announce something really exciting. So, next weekend, as everyone knows, it's Sydney Mardi Gras. And guess where I'm going to be? I have actually booked flights, I've booked accommodation, and I'm heading down with friends, well, up, (laughs) to Sydney to Sydney Mardi Gras. I am so excited. Words, honestly, I'm just, yeah. I'm so excited that I'm getting to go. So this will be my first ever year, my first ever time going to Sydney Mardi Gras. So I just, I'm so ecstatic. 
and I honestly can't wait. So that's obviously on next weekend, which means I won't be in the studio and I won't really have a chance to try and piece together an episode before next week. So what we're going to do for you is I'm going to put on some of the interviews that we had from Geelong Rainbow Festival from the actual broadcast because I think that that's like I interviewed some pretty amazing people and so did Greg. So Greg and Edwina who actually run the show Community Connect which actually airs on Wednesdays they introduce they've they've always introduced me to such amazing people but they actually helped me out on the day to meet people and Greg also helped interview people to take some of the pressure off me which was amazing so yeah I really hope you enjoy some of the audio the the interviews that I that we had because yeah it was really nice and I will try and put up some photos while I'm at the Mardi Gras because it should be I'm just so excited words can't describe I should stop talking about it because I'm just gonna blabber on unfortunately I guess well not unfortunately it was very much it was very fun but as as it goes all good things must come to an end (laughs) Um, so it's an end for this week's from Paddocks to Pride and we explored the letter G for gay with guest presenter Brodie that to me. Yes. <laughs> so thank, yeah. So thank you very much for coming on board. It was really great. I think it's really important for visibility. And I think your story was really fantastic to really like the fact that you grew up in like a country area and you stayed there. And well, because even with Adelaide, like it's yeah. still. It's still not like Melbourne. Like no. it's still, it's um. <clears throat> I guess it's still sort of got like a bit of a country feel and stuff to it. So yeah, it does in some places. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it's really important that we reinforce those things. And yeah, I think your story is really important, and everything you said was fantastic. So just thank you again for coming on board. Great. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Yeah. It's been great fun. Yeah, absolutely. So at the end, of, if you've been listening, at the end of the podcast, we've been adding in a handle so you can actually find our presenters. Sorry, our guest presenters. So Brody doesn't currently have a handle, but when he does, we will add one because he's actually hoping to start up a little bit of like a beauty, I think, information, stuff like that. So once he has that, we'll add it in so you can find him. But for the time being, you've just got me talking about how that's one of our new additions. <laughs> so that's the end of this week's From Paddocks to Pride episode. If you'd like to follow us on Facebook, it's From Paddocks to Pride. Um, on Instagram, we're from underscore paddocks underscore to underscore pride. If you'd like to listen live, you can listen live 98.3 FM Colacan District or 88.7 FM along the coast or stream us online at ocrfm.org.au as our live episodes are actually slightly different to our podcast so maybe check it out and see what one you prefer and let us know do you prefer our podcast version or our live radio let us know be really curious you can also contact us via email pride at ocrfm.org.au We also have a YouTube account. We haven't actually added anything to it yet, but once we do, we'll 
update you and we'll let you know. So once again, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. And so see you later. Or if you're listening to one of our older podcasts, just um, click on one of the newer ones and listen to some of our newer content.